Shalom and welcome to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. This is a recording of a Shabbat teaching by Rabbi Cantor Hilary Chorney. I want to point out that we are wishing Yael Aronoff well. She doesn't uh, feel well this morning, which is why I am teaching her source sheet. So if you like this, you should give her credit. And if you don't like it, you should blame me, okay? Because she prepared a great source sheet. Uh, And I'm sure that if she were teaching it, it would be outstanding. And if I teach it well, then it's only because she prepared a great source sheet. Uh, And we also had an opportunity to study this Torah a little bit together this week, which is just a pleasure. It's lovely to learn with somebody who was my student, is now my intern, and is going to be an awesome rabbi. And she has a habit, she has a tradition uh, of beginning by singing the blessing for La Sok Bedivrei Torah, lest I step on her toes by the way that she does things, I will start by at least saying that bracha, saying that blessing. Baruch ata Adonai Eloheinu melech haolam la sok b'divrei Torah. And so I, I began with this blessing um, to, to thank um, God for the opportunity to do this study this morning and also to I'm grateful to know that my uh, bar mitzvah Noam next door, um, you know, he's, he's an amazing student and uh, I spent all week watching him do his thing. And while I'm not in the room right now, it's, um, it's a wonderful thing to be able to let go. The parents of a bar mitzvah say, Shipatarani me'on shoshelsa. They say, uh, who has exempted me from some of the responsibilities of this child and often as a chazan as a teacher i also feel much the same way right who has exempted me from some of the responsibilities from teaching this child and now they have responsibility for going forward and teaching from the bima uh, and he is an example of a bar mitzvah who can do that so it's a huge mazel tov to him that he's on the bima and i have a hundred percent confidence that he's doing a great job and absolutely doesn't need me in the room um so i'm glad that that's happening I'm going to hop all the way down to the source that's at the bottom of the page so we can begin to explore the theme of leadership already through the eyes of Yitro. Yael and I spoke a lot this week about the relationship that Moshe and his father-in-law Yitro, one of the names for Chotem Moshe, for the father-in-law of Moshe, we spoke a lot about their relationship as it came to mentorship. When it comes to the way that he learned to be a leader, there is a sense of Moshe's own imposter syndrome that came before the time when he had Yitro in his life to mentor him. But we're going to skip right into the sources that talk about Moshe's presence as a leader among his people and Yitro as he enters and has advice and counsel for Moshe. So we'll start with chapter 18, which is at the bottom of the page, Vahimi Moharat. So it was the next day from something. We're starting in the middle of a narrative. Vayeshev Moshe lishpot et ha'am. Moshe was sitting. I want you to pay attention to that verb, Vayeshev Moshe, because when we look at two of the commentaries that come up, both of them are going to hook themselves, like those vavs that Rick was talking about earlier, or the sevens on your license plate. <laughs> it's a nice callback, right? See, I remembered. Um, they're going to hook their commentaries on Vayeshev. So he was sitting and judging the people, lishpot etam, to judge the people. By the way, who else liked to sit? Kechom hayom, who liked to sit? Avram also liked to sit. I think it's like a tiny little echo of a callback. But anyway, maybe it's not. 
Vayamod ha'am al Moshe. Vayamod. What's the opposite of vayeshev? Vayamod. Kind of. It's not quite the same verb form. But and the people would stand before Moshe or upon Moshe. Probably not on Moshe. Right? Probably not standing on Moshe. Standing before Moshe. Min haboker ad ha'erev. That's what we call a merism. Not really just from morning to evening. They're saying all the time. Didn't stop. Line out the door. The kind of thing where you're like, what's on sale at that store that there are 400 people around the block, okay? Uh, It's just that kind of a nonstop revolving door. Vayar Choten Moshe. Choten Moshe Savis. Yitro Savis. Choten Moshe is sometimes just the way that Yitro is referred to. Et kol asher hu am, everything that he was doing to or with the people, vayomer min ha-davar hazeh, maha, sorry, vayomer maha davar hazeh, what is this thing? <laughs> he says, Yitro, asher ata osela am, that you are doing to the people, for the people, madua ata, you know, yeshev levadecha, why do you sit alone by yourself, levadecha, it's really double emphasis. If uh, Everett Fox were translating it, I didn't look at his translation. Again, for the record, not my source sheet, but Everett Fox would probably say like, by yourself, yes, alone, right? Like really like alone, alone. All the people are standing all around you from morning until evening. Let's keep going with the source. You gotta turn the page. So Moshe has a reply. Okay. Listen, it's because the people come to me to ask about God. Remember Lidrosh? Who said Lidrosh first? It was a woman. It was a woman in the five books of Moses. It was a woman who had a very complicated pregnancy. Rivka, thank you. Rivka, Rebecca went to Lidrosh at Hashem, right? So Lidrosh is in the time of the Torah, like coming to seek an answer, okay? But like really a godly answer. Ki yehelahem davar ba'elai b'shaftati, b'shaftati, ben ish uvein re'ehu. And when they have like an argument, a dispute, it comes before me to judge. And I, 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 um, I make a judgment between one and their neighbor, their fellow. And I make it known, really, and I come to know, or I make it known, the laws of God and God's teachings or Torah. Remember, this is like Torah in a bigger sense. We're not going to get into that. But like, I get, I let them know what's God's law. He says back to him, this is not good, this thing that you are doing. Navol tibol. That's actually a doubling of a verb, okay? Surely, surely, you will wear yourself out. Gamata, gam ha'am hazeh, asher imach. Ki chaved mimecha ha'davar, lo tuchal asohu levadecha. You're going to wear the people out too. This task is too heavy for you. You can't do it alone. You're going to burn out. Your people are going to burn out. Okay. So by the time that we're here in Parshat Yitro, as the discussion question says, what do you think Yitro 
What's his perspective on what's happening with Moshe and the people at this moment? What is his greatest concern? What do you think? He's trying to be everything to everybody. Right, at the beginning, great. at the very beginning, he does seem, even in his protesting to God, to be chosen as the one. But here, a human being, his father-in-law says, this is a terrible system. You, you can't do this alone. And you're right, you're bringing up a word that's going to come up a lot, and that word is delegate. You cannot lead alone. Good, you have a thought rant? They rise to the, he doesn't want, then he does, he does sort of judgment about, do he starts, he should start off doing, that's the example talk. But at some point, right. he's brought a lot of people about the law. Great. So that you don't lose your credibility, but you do have to, he doesn't, and I have to assume he didn't let right. it go on for a while. Saw what was going, and then stepped in and provided judgment when Moses didn't have the judgment. So it's, it's a little bit more complicated because he did have to start out doing at some point it's so leaders aren't born leaders are formed by the situation that they step into and sometimes they're called into action sometimes by god and sometimes in this circumstance you have people coming to moshe and as they come to him he has to deal with it and as you're saying probably they were all coming they were all coming up to moshe and Yitro's watching this go on, and eventually he says something. What I like about the way that you're framing this, and I see your hand over there, uh, what I like about the way that you're framing this is that it does seem like Moshe's response isn't a defensive in a sort of self-protective way response like, oh, because I think this is the best way to do it, right? He, when his father-in-law says, Mahadavar Hazeh, Moshe doesn't say, because God told me I have to be the one. He says, I don't know, everybody's coming to me. I just have to answer all the questions. And and Yutro says, okay, but this is not the way to do it. Meaning circumstantially, he finds himself in a position where he needs to answer all the questions. Yutro's standing back and watching, and he says, I need to give you some counsel. So I like the way that you're framing it that way. One more comment. We're going to move to the actual commentaries on the page. Yeah. Right. So the that's a great point. He, for you, the key word is alone. And and I love what you say about Yitro. Yitro's a Midianite priest. He knows. If you do this alone, you're going to burn out. And he's saying, Moshe, you can't keep this up forever. I see what you're doing. You're going to burn out like this. I need you to understand. Now, interestingly, both Rashi and this is not in chronological order. The Mechilta de Rabbi Yishmael is often a source for Rashi's commentary. Rashi's 11th to 13th century. Michilti de Rabbi Yishmael is from this is second century, early second century is when it gets codified. Okay, so we're not reading this in chronological order. Both of them are gonna pick up on something entirely different than the loneliness of leadership. Though that's kind of where my heart goes also, I'll be honest. So Rashi, just to move us along through this, Rosh says, Yushav Kamelech Lechulan Omdim. People, Moshe sat, the people stood. He was sitting like a king. They're standing. Yitro says, This is very distasteful. <laughs> okay? Because he, um, he thought this was not respectful. He reproved Moshe for this. He says, Why are you sitting and they're standing? Madua Atayo Shev Levadecha Vechulam Nitzavim. So what Yitro was saying is, this is not how to be a leader. He's completely in a different place than all of us are in terms of those who have piped up and are commenting. He says, 
This is not how to place yourself. You don't sit all day while the people are standing to speak to you. You're not king, you're judge. This is not how to be. Just an interesting, completely different take. Going back a thousand years from that, Michal to Darabi Yishmael, Vayar Chotem Moshe, Mara, what do you see? Okay, so he saw him sitting like a king on his throne and all of them paying attention to him. And he says, what is this that you're doing to the people? Why are you sitting all alone? So he too sees him sitting like a king on the throne, same image, but he does focus a little bit more on the loneliness of a king sitting up there. But both of them more have concern with the position that he's put himself in. What is that concern? What is the concern that they're circling around? What is the problem with the way that Moshe has positioned himself? It doesn't seem to be burnout. What do both of those commentaries seem to have concern with? Yeah, arrogance, good. Excess power, disrespect for the people, a lack of a lack of a um, of a dispersion of power or systemic. Uh, d- really, democracy would be an anachronism, but there is no diffusion of some of the power, right? We don't actually have systemic judgment. All you've got is God's law as given through Moshe, and that's all you've got. Yeah, one quick comment. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. I agree. I think it's, I had the same thought, the same thought that today we actually do place our judges up on high and most Western court systems, that's the case. I do wonder if Near Eastern court systems have a different practice and I don't know. So we're going to move just because of time, we're going to move to the final chunk of this, which is to say that the loneliness of leading I'm going to go into the loneliness of leading. And if you were here at the very beginning, you get a reward because I already mentioned this. I mentioned this when we got to the Psalm for Shabbat. I mentioned this last night as well. The the late chief rabbi, uh, Lord Jonathan Sachs, Zichorno Livracha, he says that this is the second of two instances in the Torah when lo tov is uttered and the first time was... When God said, Lo toheyot adam levado. God said, People, it's not good for a human being to be alone. And it's the beginning of the necessity of humanity to be in company. And then, of course, kicks off the idea of pru or ru, right? Of perpetuating humanity and eventually making lots of Jewish babies and all, right? The whole notion of perpetuating. Uh, company and not being alone. And that's the first low tove. And then Yitro says, low tove hadavar mm. So I think it's a direct callback. I would say that this is not Yael. This is me saying, I think it's a direct callback to that. I absolutely think that it's a direct callback to that. And if we read on to the next section um, of the uh, of the text here it, from uh the um, coal shofar, our, our little coal shofar um, uh, section, the blare of the horn. I'm not going to read it as, uh, I'm not going to sing it out because we don't have time for me to sing it out. But the people witnessed the thunder and lightning, the blare of the horn. They saw, they saw it, okay, all there. It was a sensory, it was a sensory flip-flop, right? There was lots of sensory flip-flopping. They saw 
sounds, they, right, right, they, they, they heard sights. And the people saw it and they fell back and they stood at a distance and they say, listen, Moshe, you talk to us and we'll obey, meaning we'll obey you, but let's not have God speak directly to us. This seems like a whole lot for us, okay? And I want to bring up here this idea of the tension that Moshe is living in. This is where we're gonna land here, which is Moshe stands in the middle of two points. On the one hand, he has Yitro, his father-in-law, his counselor, his mentor, the wise person in his world saying, Lotov, and you could fill it in, it's not good to be alone. It's not proper to do this job alone. And on the flip side, he has a people who have said to him, you know what? We'll come this far with you, but we're going to need you to go up that mountain alone because we're not ready for those experiences. You've already met God. We think you can handle going up there. Please go ahead and do it. And he does. And he lives between those two calls to action, being the kind of leader who knows that he cannot lead only by himself as Shofet on high or Shofet sitting on low, right? The judge who sits and does everything all day. And also he knows that he is sometimes called to play and to be solo. To be a leader is to live in that tension place in the middle of those two things, right? To be a leader is to be stuck between those two things. To listen to your mentors who tell you this is how you can lead and not burn out. And to listen to your constituents who have needs and who have wants and sometimes need you to take a few steps forward before they're ready as well. And Moshe is the consummate example of this. What we can take from this though, is that while we have certain places in our lives where we are leaders, often the leadership points in our lives, even those of us who are in positions of leadership like clergy, those leadership points are a much smaller percentage in our life than the places in our life where we get to be not leaders. And where we are not leaders, the wisdom of Lotov Hayot Adam Levado reigns. It's not good to be alone. It's good to be in community. Most of the time, that's what we need. Most of the time. There's a percentage of the time when we need that levadecha. But most of the time, seeking that tov, seeking that wholeness, is good for the soul. You have been listening to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. If you enjoy these podcasts, we invite you to write a review on the Apple Podcast site or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about Temple Beth Am Los Angeles, go to tbala.org.